We are live. Welcome in, everyone, tonight to episode 186 of the Dream Wager. As always, I'm yourself, Dylan, and I'm joined by my partner in crime, our NBA guru, Elvis Acosta. How are you going tonight, man? I'm feeling better, Dylan. Still mm-hmm. slightly down, but your boy's, your boy's way better than he was Sunday and Monday. Yes, sir. Love to hear it. We're also going to break down the awful coaching we saw Monday night, as well as look ahead towards Thursday's uh, matchup in Arrowhead when the Chiefs host the Chargers for what should be a very fun game when uh, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert light up. Should be a fun one. But uh, before we move ahead toward that game, Elvis, we got to talk about what we saw Monday night from the Broncos. Elvis, I'm not overreacting when I say that might have been the worst coaching job I've ever seen. And and that's saying something when I had a coach, Adam Gase. So, Elvis, what happened with the Broncos Monday night? And do you think it's time to worry or is it just week one? Uh, It's just week one. So don't don't hit the panic button just yet. I think the Broncos are just fine. Think about it, Dale. They don't fumble twice at the one-yard line. but Nobody's even talking about this. Remember, they they fumbled back-to-back possessions at the one-yard line. You think that's going to happen again? No. So clearly, I'm not too worried about it. I think Denver would have won the game by 10, possibly two touchdowns if they'll convert right there at the goal line. So I'm not going to press the panic button yet, Dill. But one thing I agree with, he did get out coach. Pete Carroll, that, Pete Carroll had, had the boys going. You got to give Seahawks a lot of credit defensively in the first half. And you got to give Geno Smith a ton of credit. Geno Smith yeah. started the game, I think, 13 for 13 yeah. with two tubs. Who would have thought? So give give credit to Geno Smith. Great game, Geno. I didn't think you had it in you. You proved me wrong. So salute to you, my brother. And to be honest, though, the Broncos' defense in the first half didn't look threatened. We saw them come alive a nope. little bit in the second half. Bradley Chubb with the two sacks. We saw the secondary get a little rough. We saw them kind of stall the Seahawks' offense the whole second half, but it was too little too late. And – me, frankly, I would have called a timeout sooner towards the end of the game. Hey, but it's his first head coaching gig, first game of the season. First time. Know better, though. He, yes, I agree with you there, Dill, but it's week one. You got you got Russ. You, you go for him, four for five. And a little fun fact, Dill, I know you love these stats. Last yeah. year, fourth and fifth attempts, you, they completed success 40 Eight percent of the time, so statistics wow. are telling you it's pretty good. Yeah. So you meant you, a couple things to unload. You mentioned that uh, they fumbled on the goal line twice. I agree that shouldn't happen. But why the fuck are you in shotgun on the goal line? Get behind the center and run a fucking toss. Like what? What are we doing? And you mentioned about the timeouts. Yes, Nathaniel Hackett should have known, but the Hall of Famer Russ should have known too. I, I saw. I saw Richard Sherman say something that he Russ is not that he's not at that level where he could just call a timeout. That's the head coach's job. Because you don't want you don't want to step on your head coach's toes. You don't want him to look like oh you're running the team. So yeah, I, I, I understand that factor, but in that situation I'm calling a timeout with 38 seconds left, not just 14. But hey yeah. I mean if you look at the stats first down Broncos won that uh, total plays, they they controlled the clock by over seven minutes. Uh, third downs, they they, compl- they were eight for 15, the, Bron- the Broncos. Uh, total plays, the Broncos outgained them by over 200 yards. So if, if you looked at the stats, the, the Broncos should have won by a lot. But Geno Smith only 
and completed five passes. He was money in that first half. I think the first quarter he was perfect. Yeah, so, he was. Uh, Russell Wilson, when he hit that, when he hit Jerry Judy on the sideline, I thought the offense was going to keep going. But to be he, honest, to cut you off, though, that was an underthrown ball. That was that, a underthrown. That that shouldn't even been a touchdown. It was yeah. poor tackling. But honestly, it wasn't. I wouldn't even go call it poor tackling. He just misguided the ball. He thought the ball was going to be past him because he got burnt and it was completely underthrown. He just missed. He never looked back. If he would have just looked back, that ball was possibly intercepted. Yeah, that could, that ball was underthrown by five ten yards. And I don't know. I, I just felt like Russ kept dumping the ball off too. Let's go through that two minute drill. And prior to that, I think uh, Jamal or one of the Williams, the running back for the Broncos, he needed Devante. to get out. Devonte Williams, he needed to get out of bounds. He want he fought for those extra yards. But 30, 40 seconds came off the clock, like, and they're not even in hurry-up mode. And I, I just don't understand what, what they're thinking. And then you go and kick it from 64? I mean, who, who do you think you are? Like, I think it was a great job from the defense, the environment. I can't believe they booed Russ as well. Same. Uh, Shocked. Uh, I just thought they had a great game plan. They they limited uh they limited the Denver offense, and I just thought that their defense isn't what everyone thought they were. You know, we talked about the the Denver defense coming into this year with Bradley uh Bradley Chubb, and I just don't think they're as good as everyone thinks. So, a quick look ahead spot to this week. I like Texans plus ten against the Denver Broncos. Yeah. We we saw Texans be very competitive. They should have won that game uh, in Week One against the Colts. So I I, I like I like uh I, I'm going to fade the Broncos here for a little until they prove to me that they they could do something. But yeah, oh oh and four in the red zone that that can't be. You need yeah. points. You need to score. Get the fuck out of shotgun and go under center and run the ball. And how many penalties we saw from this Broncos team? Once again, it comes back to 12. coaching. Yep. It's, you're not going to win a lot of football games if you have 12 penalties. And and you know what? He he came out after the game and said, yeah, we have to fix some things uh, during practice. Wait, don't you run practice? So I, I, my, my, my question is, don't you have to clean some things up? Not Not the players? It, exactly. it comes down to coaching. So I, I gave all these flowers to Nathaniel Hackett because of what I saw in Green Bay. But, you know, being a head coach is a much different job. And I just don't think maybe he's not cut out for it. It's only game one. But let's not push the panic button. But, uh, yeah, very, very questionable calls by by Denver. But, uh, yeah, before we – oh, no, let, let, let's go into that. Uh, How'd you do in week one? My overall record, nine and four, had really, really good uh bets. I uh I hit on the Geno Smith rushing prop. That's the only thing that hit. Tyler Lockett had three catches, and then obviously Denver didn't cover, but overall I hit on the Bucks and um the Bucks and uh Cowboys under. I hit on Green Bay, uh no, Minnesota money line. I hit on the Chiefs lane, the six. And the only other two losses I had were I took the Panthers, they lost, and I lost to um, the Jets. So nine and four for me. How did your plays go for week one? Ten and eight, Dill. We started nice. off strong. We was looking real good. But then the four o'clock games hit, and then things started to go left. Monday night started to go left. Denver, how could you not cover minus a six? But I did give you guys some plus money. I ended up giving – I told you I Ravens minus nine and a half. We're really 11 and eight, Dill, because I did tell you nine and a half. 
Ravens plus 120. My lock of the weekend, Ravens running six and a half. Dylan didn't believe in us. God did. And I told you, lock of the weekend, Miami Patriots under 46 and a half. Give that out to you. A few other guys just say uh, Houston plus seven and a half. Confident in that one. I didn't think the coach was doing, especially last week. How Houston played uh, opening day last week. So I, I was confident then. Pittsburgh plus seven. Mike Tomlin. Stop di- stop disrespecting Mike Tomlin. Yep. There's no way Mike Tomlin deserves to get a plus seven, plus seven and a half, plus six and a half. No way, care. Jose. Yep. Uh, what else? Robert Tunyon. A few player props. Robert Tunyon over. He had 23 yards in the first quarter, one catch. Patrick Mahomes. Dill, I told you I was big on him. Patty Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns, plus 130. Patty Mahomes over two. 188 uh, passing yards, minus 114. Chargers, a little chalky, but I took them on the money line. Jerry Judy over receiving prop, 57 and a half. Tell you a few losses. Ended up taking Dallas on the money line. Nah, they probably won. Honestly, the worst offensive performance we saw all weekend from the Dallas Cowboys. The only team that didn't score a touchdown, by the way. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dallas. Tennessee minus five and a half. I'm gonna be honest, the Giants shocked the world. Saquon yeah. Barkley looks amazing. Daniel Jones still look like Daniel Jones, but the defense is pretty good, though. Yeah. Don't sleep on this Giants team. Possibly next year when they get a quarterback, because if Saquon is healthy, he's top five running back. That defense looking legit. I know it's just Tennessee, but that defense looking legit now, though. Yeah. Especially in the second half. And I and I yeah. thought Saquon. He he looks healthy. He looks like his old self. So he watch the, out for that. He won the uh, NFC Player of the Week, offensive uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Week. So congrats to him yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, ended up taking the Saints nine and a half. They got a wild comeback to win the game, but to be honest, they don't deserve to win that game. They, they should have covered. Dylan overseas. Good teams win. Great team coverage. Saints and not looking like they're going to be a great team. Should have taken care of business. And then me and Dylan, we both fell. We we both had Baker. We thought Baker was able to pull one out, but. Cleveland ended up taking care of business. So That's overall, pretty we're both profitable in the green. day. We're yeah. both in the green, though. And you know yep, I cash on Baltimore. That was my biggest bets. So Yep. So we we cash. Both of us are in the green together as a as a show. We are in the green. So good first week. That means it's coming downhill over now. <laughs> Ooh, fuck it. But uh Ooh, fuck it. We but, started strong tomorrow. Before we get to Thursday night, you did mention Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. It is the most refreshing hard seltzer on the market. It is no wonder why Viva was voted number one hard seltzer in the world by San Francisco World Spirits Competition this year with only 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, and 4.5 ABV. Viva is the perfect drink for your post-game celebrations. As it was created with that active lifestyle in mind, we flavor our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life, and we like our drinks with just a kick, just like we like our lives. Whether it's Huckleberry playing around the golf with the boys or an elderberry after a Saturday morning workout, our flavors pair perfectly with that artisanal Blanco tequila for that subtle but refreshing drink. Our belief here at the Dream Wager and Viva is to live long, Live well and live it up. All right, Elvis, you mentioned it. Patty Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Thursday night football. First game, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. So make sure you guys have your accounts ready. Let's get to the opening lines. Uh, let, let me tell you a little notes I had before uh, we start that. Chiefs covered last week, minus six. They blew the Cardinals out. Chargers cover as well, minus three and a half. They, cut, they went by the hook. Uh, but they will be without Keenan Allen tomorrow night. 
Line open minus three and a half. Now it's up to minus four and a half. Elvis, like I said, Kansas City minus four and a half at home. Uh, over under is at 54 and a half. Where are you going for this Thursday night game? Yo, I got a few plays. I don't have a side, though. I'm going to give you guys a lean. I'll lean charges plus four and a half. I just don't see a blowout happening. But, Dill, let's get to official plays. I see a high-scoring event going on, boys. I think this game is going to be thrilling. going to be possibly one of the most exciting games of week two. So give me the over. 54 at minus 109. I think the Chiefs, you saw the offense last week. Patty Mahomes, almost 400 yards, five touchdowns. I'm not going to say he's going to do all that now, but I think he's going to have himself a day. So give me the over, 54. Give me Patrick Mahomes over 297.5 passing yards. I think he gets around 300 again. I'm not going to say he's going to hit for 360, but I think he gets well over 300. And, Dill, this kid had a, a – I'm not going to say sorry. He had a very quiet game, and I think it's not going to happen back-to-back week, especially when the number one goes down. Give me Mike Williams. I expect him to have a huge day, over 67.5 receiving yards at minus 114. He will sprinkle some on him anytime touchdown at plus 130. All right. You, you unpacked a lot there. Let me – I agree with you. I, I took the plus four and a half with the Chargers. I'm not going to lie. Keenan gotta, Allen being out – yeah. I like it, though. I, I just don't know if I'm going to smash it or not, but you got to roll with the Chargers plus four and a half. Yeah, I, I, I took them plus four and a half. I waited till the number got to the hook because I did see plus fours. I wanted the hook. Keenan Allen being out does scare me, but I think the Chiefs won't have as much success as they did last week. The, the Cardinals, they're just not good this year. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, and when it's a close game, I'd rather take the points in my pocket. And if it is a close game, I think I'm going to lean under 54 as well. I don't know about the over Thursday night unders with a total of 51 or 70 uh, or 17, eight and one towards the under Thursday unders with a total of 54 are a perfect seven and O going almost 14 points per game. So going with my little stats that I always like to throw out, I, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I don't see, someone blowing someone out. And when it's a close game, I like to take the point. So I'm going to take the plus four and a half. Any player props you like? Yeah, Dale, I like Mike Williams over uh, 67 and a half receiving yards and Patty Mahomes over 297 and a half passing yards. Okay, let me see. For me, I I like Patty Mahomes to throw an interception. He's dealing with that wrist injury. He got banged up last week. And going against a, a Chargers secondary, even though they'll be without J.C. Jackson, they picked off Derek Carr three times last week, and and Derek Carr's no scrub either. So I, I, I like that as well. Um, and I like Jordan Palmer, anytime touchdown, plus 300. Oof. Palmer, he, he played the second most wide receiver snaps. Keenan Allen's going to be out. I think he's going to get in the end zone. And I also like Justin Herbert anytime touchdown plus 450. Uh, he scored a touchdown three of his four career games versus Kansas City. And Kansas City's allowed the most touchdowns by a quarterback since 2021. So I like to play, I like a couple anytime touchdowns at plus money. And I like Patty Mahomes. I hit on uh, Matthew Stafford to throw an interception, and I, I think Patty Mahomes is going to throw one too. That secondary is good, even though they're going to be without J.C. Jackson. So those are my three player props. And what was your two again? 
Patty Mahomes over 297 and a half passing yards at minus 114. And Mike Williams to have himself a day over 67 and a half receiving yards at minus 114. Sprinkle some on the anytime touchdown as well at plus 130. Yeah, you got to think Justin Herbert's going to feed him the ball. He's their wide receiver. He's their Dale, WR1. He only, he only had one reception last week. Yeah. So look, especially with Keenan Allen being out, I, I think that that's a good play. But uh, any any other picks or any last words for this Thursday night uh, football matchup? Dill, I, I hope you're wrong about the under, Dill. I hope I see an exciting yeah. game, like a 38-35 matchup. So hopefully the Chargers cover because I lean the I lean the plus four and a half. So I'm hoping it's like a 41-38 game, Dill. Let's see, let's see some action. Yeah, so I guess we have different uh, definitions of exciting. Because you know me, I love I love a sh- I, I like a shootout, but I like defenses showing up. I like to see a good defense, just like in baseball. I like to see a, a pitcher's duel. People hate one nothing, two one games, but I love it. <laughs> I think they're entertaining as hell. But uh, any any other bets for this Friday for this Thursday slate? Excuse me. Any anything on the diamond? I have a few plays on the diamond. I was leaning. Um... The Guardians plus 130 yeah. deal on the money line. It looks tempting, but I'm going to lean it. And then there's no um no line yet, but I will lean uh, Houston, uh, not Houston, Minnesota. I'm sorry, there is a line. No, Minus yeah, lines. Yeah. Run line at plus 120. I think they'll be able to take care of Kansas City. No official play, but I'll lean Minnesota. Run line at plus 120. Yeah, just a few plays. <clears throat> Excuse me, only eight games on the board. I uh, I like to fade Lance Lynn on the road. Last time he was in Cleveland, he got rocked eight runs, four innings. I love the Guardians right now, so I'm just gonna at plus one thirty at home. That's what I know I'm this, saying. This, he, <clears throat> I know they're they're throwing a guy that's a no name guy, but I, I, I like the Guardians. Uh, other games I have my eye on. Not touching my Mets at all. Um, I like the Twins run line. I got it at plus one ten. Uh, don't like Daniel Lynch in this spot. Lynch lost to the Twins uh, last month for nothing. In the last five meetings between these two teams, the Twins have won all five meetings and covered the run line. So love the Twins run line. Love the Cardinals run line too. Miles Mikolas in this spot. He's two and one against the Reds in the season. Both of the both of the wins, the Cardinals were able to cover the run line as well. So in his last seven starts at home. The Cardinals are six and one on the run line. So most likely when they when they cover the run line. So Cardinals run line, twins run line, and a small, not a small puppy, but I'll take the home puppy and the Guardians uh for Friday. But that's gonna do it. Short, sweet, and jam-packed episode. Elvis, any last words before we get up out of here? Till to be honest, let me get I'm gonna throw another lean. Pittsburgh plus half a run, first five. Just because we wow. just seen the Chicago Cubs put up six runs against the Mets in the first. Come on, Dill. They just scored six in the first. You think Pirates could be up, you know, one one zero, two one in the first five tomorrow? Yeah. I think there's a chance. Yeah, I can't back. I, I can't blame you because the Mets have just been awful. The bats, they don't look confident at the plate. Something's going wrong right now. Even, and it's not it, even if it's a two two tie, Dill, plus one still hit. Yep. It, and you're getting plus money on the half a run. That's crazy. But Elvis, thank you so much. That's going to do it for this Wednesday edition of the Dream Wager. On behalf of Elvis, myself, thank you to our sponsor, Viva Tequila. We will see you guys Saturday, another Saturday morning edition of the Dream Wager with more picks, hot takes, 
Please follow along our social media, Twitter and Instagram at The Dream Wager. You can find all of our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, give us a review. All that good stuff helps us out tremendously. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Everyone have a great couple of days, and we'll see you down the road. Peace.